Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I'm your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife, and we are streaming live from the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy Studio today. And I am super excited to have Noah on our podcast today. Noah is going to be discussing lasso. I think I'm pronouncing that right. He'll correct me if I'm wrong. And is it right? Yeah, lasso right. one S. Yep, lasso, lasso. Okay, and it is like the Amazon of healthcare. So we will be demoing this app. Uh, it's a web-based app. It's also an app you can get on your phone. We'll be demoing this app later in the show. But it's basically where you can find transparent um, pricing, um, affordable pricing, and no surprise bills and quick appointments and all that kind of stuff just by tap typing in what you need for healthcare services that day. It's super, super cool. And I think it's the future of healthcare. So um, without further ado, Noah, introduce yourself and let's talk about this app. Yeah, thanks guys. So I'm, I'm Noah Almanza. I, not to be the uh, you know the, the one name person, but I think uh, I, I've not reached that level or that status yet. Like Prince, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't just say the first name and people will get it. So Noah Almanza, I'm here in San Antonio, Texas, the Lone Star State. And yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I'm only I'm only sad that I cannot be there in person because I'd love one of those cool headsets. I don't have one. My AirPods weren't working. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. So tell us a little bit about this Lasso um, app. Yeah, you know, and so I'm I'm a consultant in the the business and strategy side. And I just really I I happened upon this group Lasso and I've been working with them for the last year or so and. Gosh, it really is. When you talk about the future of healthcare, I think that we all recognize it's not a secret anymore. It certainly hasn't been for the last decade or more. Uh, we've got a problem in America with our healthcare system and the rising costs and that sort of thing. And so uh, Kaiser Foundation put out a study last year that talked about uh, out-of-pocket costs and expenses. And it noted that we as Americans, were going to spend $491 billion out-of-pocket. And so when you think about that piece of the market and start looking at the rising cost of deductibles and the premiums and everything else, yeah, we, we really have to do something. And so folks, uh, I really get excited when tech is colliding with healthcare and coming together to make some great, great partnerships um, and tools for us to use as consumers. And so it's amazing um, when you think about healthcare and when you compare it to all other areas of consumerism in the United States. And I think we shop Basically everything else, you know, you go to your phone or you go to a website and you shop online. You get groceries online now. We've we've all sort of transitioned to that over through the pandemic. And so Lasso Health is actually direct access healthcare. Um, you know, when you talk about it being the Amazon of healthcare, it certainly is moving that direction. And I feel like with enough of of the groups like yours and, and sort of like the FMMA that are all across the country in these chapters. It's really going to to impact the future of how people experience healthcare, and I think Lasso Health is a great addition to the lineup of ways uh, in which that we as consumers will experience that. So, direct access healthcare is the simplest way to to entertain it or to talk about it. So, you know, most people probably are going to think that the, it can't be that easy, and so <laughs> as a consumer, how easy is it for them to to look at something? Is it just a, a click? And you, and, you, and you pull it up and there it is? Or how, how does it organize for you to um, yeah. use? No, that's a great question. You're absolutely right. Uh, you, you know, you're not alone in terms of 
people really understanding. And again, I talk about we as consumers, we shop almost everything else through our phones or through our website. And this one space of healthcare is the one area that I think has lagged over the course of the last, uh, well, really just the, the trajectory of how fast technology has advanced and how we as a consumers experience shopping for things, we've not caught up in the healthcare space. And so Lasso is just that easy, Lasso Health um, as an app. You simply download the app and it's free to download. It's free to use. And you could probably do about 80% of the, the shoppable experience uh, without having to create an account. But it, they actually stay out of the business of retaining any of that information. So I think the only things that they'll actually keep uh, from an information standpoint are your name, your email address, phone number, and date of birth. And so everything else gets passed directly on to the provider or the place that you schedule an appointment. But essentially, yeah, if you were going to shop for something on Amazon, Lasso Health is similar in the sense that you download the app, you type in what you were looking for. If you were looking for a specialty physician or if you were simply you woke up and you realized, hey, I'm not so feeling that well today, I have some stomach issues or I feel like I'm coming down with the flu. I just kind of want to check this out. You pull up the app, you go online and, and select your time. And I think that's the brilliant part uh, through this app, the creation of this app. And it's, again, founded by a uh, provider, medical provider himself, Dr. Hamid Mazani who's a nephrologist by trade. And I think it's a brilliant idea. He did a great job of helping pull this concept together. And you go on, you say, I'm not feeling well, you book your appointment, you pay up front, and then you simply go into the office. Or if you want to do a virtual appointment, you go, you know, you click on the link that they send you and you experience healthcare the way you really want to. Awesome. Well, I think we have a way that we can demo this app. There's a web, it's a web-based app also, right? So you can do it from a... Yes, yeah, it's a web-based right? smartphone application. So you can go to the web and simply, um, I think Lasso Now was the old website, but lassohealth.com may still be the active website. So you simply pull up the website. And right now, again, because they're a startup company growing out of the Texas area, um, you won't find a whole lot of providers. I think they were working on some partnerships um, that we're going to extend the reach throughout the country. But right now, primarily for medical services, you're going to experience it just in Texas. And so you can simply change. And I think you've already plugged in there the, the zip code for downtown San Antonio. But you just click on the link of I'm not feeling well, and it will pull up you know, a list of maybe what you could be experiencing, the, the flu type symptoms, or if you have aches and pains. Um, I think there are you know, some other digestive issues that are on there. But you simply can see the price very transparently and directly. The average price in that category is going to be for $163. And you go to select your appointments and you, you get to see the providers up front. And I believe that in some version of this, uh, they may even have links to bios and links to information about the provider. If you wanted to meet them via a YouTube clip that they inserted, you, you know that would be possible. But you would experience that part of it before booking. And then you simply go on and find the appointment that works for you and either your location or your, the time throughout the day. And you book the appointment, you pay for it up front, and then you go receive the service. And it's really as simple as that. And I, I know it does seem uh, a little odd, but again, in every yeah. other area, as a consumer, we shop this way. Oh, totally. I mean, that's how you book a massage or, you know, yeah. ladies booking, you know, their Botox or whatever is you go to their site and you, you pick your slot and it's that easy. So that's that's amazing. Well, and, you know, one hundred and sixty three dollars. Here's what I like to I like to say about that is, you know, we talk about it all the time on this podcast. We talk about how expensive healthcare is and you already talked about how expensive healthcare is, but healthcare is expensive because people don't shop for healthcare. 
Um, $163 on average to see to see a doctor for an appointment when you're not feeling well. Um, no surprise, transparent pricing. Um, that's very, very affordable. Oh, yeah. You know, the thing I like most about the prices. Well, first, I'll say that those prices are, are, the, are the medical providers prices or the practice that they are with. We don't set the prices. You know, Lasso didn't go through and sort of determine what those prices were going to be. Um, and the providers have gone through, done the work and identified. And I think that's been one of the most interesting pieces of my conversation. But you're absolutely right, Sean, is that we don't as Americans and as consumers shop for healthcare because when you ask a doctor, hey, what does this cost? What they'll likely do is turn around and give you a bunch of CPT codes in terms of your reimbursement to explain what it costs. And they don't really have a direct answer right up front. And so we, we've sat with them and we had to work with them and help determine some of the pricing. But those are their prices. They set those prices. In some cases, the providers have gone through and they're pretty savvy. So they already have their cash prices. But they simply are uploaded onto the app. And you're right. I think that, you know, one of the statistics that I, I really hate to hear and I cringe when I hear it is that 70 percent of bankruptcies uh, in America through the IRS came from medical debt. And I think that's what's so surprising to me. And the, the more you know, astonishing fact is actually that about 70% or 68% of the people that filed for banks bankruptcy because of medical debt actually had health insurance at the time they experienced that medical issue. Yeah. But yeah. So what I like about the app and the price that you saw, those are all in. You pay that price you're covering any fees associated with it. You're covering anything that the doctor has determined belongs with that appointment or service, and you won't see a surprise bill. And I think that's the piece about Lasso Health and this direct access of healthcare that I really enjoy and appreciate as a consumer myself. Well, and let's back up where you talked about the ba medical bankruptcies. You know, a lot of people think, oh, well, people filed bankruptcy because they didn't have health insurance. No, well over 50% of the medical bankruptcies are because somebody had health insurance and it wasn't covered or, or whatever reason. So, and, and here's one of the issues is that when you book an appointment through your medical insurance, you have no idea what the price is going to be. Yeah. You have no idea if it's going to be covered or not covered. I, 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 don't, I don't care if it's prior authorized. I don't care. There are surprises in all the time. Whereas with this, there are no surprises. It's 163 bucks and you, you are done. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's so funny you say it that way. Uh, we always had talked about, and I think at Lasso, they still talk about this, and they say that, you know, everybody has a Lasso story. And when we use that term, it was to identify the example that you might have or that I have where we did receive a surprise bill in the mail after the fact. And I think you mentioned pre-auth. There's a funny story, and, I you know, it's not mine to tell, but I will say the, the CFO of the health organization, Lasso Health, he actually is probably the most qualified person ever to not experience receiving a surprise bill after. He's, you know, he's got an MBA and he's been working as a CFO for health practice for a number of years. He went through the process of getting all the prior offs and did all the work. And then 30 days after getting an MRI, he was sent a $1,500 uh, you know, medical bill in the mail. And it's, it's one of those examples that just makes you feel like, how, how is this system game that I, knowing all that I do, uh, and he is, you know, a really informed consumer in that space still ended up with a bill like that. And he paid it. He ended up paying it. And I think yeah. it's, it's a shame that that happens to more people that really can't afford that. So, Noah, while we're on that topic, let's go ahead and look in because MRIs are a popular one. Um, people always talk about how expensive they are. And traditionally, I, I, I tell people all the time, if you have health insurance, 
do not use your health insurance for an MRI. And here's why. Let's go ahead, Noah, and walk us through how we can find an MRI. Um, no surprises, transparent pricing, and affordable. And, and remember what the doctor paid outside yeah. of his insurance. So let's find an MRI on this Lasso app. Yeah, we went through and we pulled up the app. Again, you simply typed in, you can type in MRI in the search or you can go to imaging. And we do have, there's an imaging category on there as you scroll over. I guess it's right next to that, I'm not feeling well. <clears throat> but if you simply click on that and you, again, you probably need to put in the San Antonio zip code, but if you click on that, it'll take you to all the imaging services that are currently listed live, but you will find an up front price. There's a bundled ultrasound there, a CT scan. As you scroll down a little more, you will see the MRI with contrast, without contrast. But the average price for without contrast is 425 as you just pass through. Let's go ahead and bring the one up, um, Steph, without contrast. Mm -hmm. Let's see how quick we can get our MRI done. And remember, um, the wonderful doctor, he had to get prior authorizations and everything for his MRI, and he still had to pay 1500 bucks. Yeah, no, he was a CFO. I think it's better to say that he was a CFO. So he wasn't a medical doctor himself. He's a CFO. So the chief financial officer of a right, company, right. A okay. company did the work, got the prior auth, was hit with the bill afterwards. And I think he even had to come out of pocket when he had the appointment, 70 bucks or so, maybe whatever the copay was for him. And so he paid 70 bucks. Then he still got a bill for you know $1,500 after the fact. So here you can find, and you'll see just right there, $425, you're in and out for the MRI without contrast, and you book the appointment time that you want. And so and, that's the that's the the level of, I won't right. call it discount, but the cost variance that you would see. Right. Well, and, and, and go ahead and click on that appointment and see how quick we get an MRI. Yeah, that's really important too, because... So we could get an MRI next Wednesday at 3? Mm -hmm. This Wednesday. So so that's two days from right. now. We yep. get an MRI. No prioritizations, no waiting for insurance, 431 bucks. Yep. I would love for anybody that is watching right now, and even if you're not watching live, I would love for you to tell us your story about an MRI. Because I know many people that pay thousands of dollars for an MRI, even after after health insurance. So tell us your story. Um, comment on Facebook, and we, we would love to hear your story. So go ahead, Janet. Well, I just want to comment, as as far as healthcare providers, I, I think this tool is amazing because there's mm -hmm. so many clients that I've heard individual stories about um, the timeliness of receiving your care. And, right. you know, I, I realize that, you know, we think that when we have insurance, you know, oh, that's going to go through smooth. But sometimes that delay in treatment can be a huge problem, especially if you have something very aggressive or if, oh, if, yeah. if it's something that needs to be taken care of as quickly as possible, you know, and, and to think that we're waiting for somebody in a, in a I don't know, the cloud, the insurance company. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's, it, you know, my experience on the other end of it is who am I talking to? I feel like Al Bundy, if that's dating me, but you know, you're, you're waiting for, you know, someone. And then to think that if you did really qualify, if you met all the existing, you know, uh, you have to do this or it has to be like this in order to, to qualify and then find out you didn't for what, you know, some odd reason. And usually it's very obscure. They don't really, they just, they tell you it's denied. They don't, they don't give you a reason, even though you went through prior authorization. Yeah. I think that, you know, it's those types of examples or the same, a similar example where you could find a patient that would go to a hospital and ask them for an MRI. 
and they'll give you an MRI and they'll run your insurance and you'll see that you'll pay, you know, $1,500, $1,200, $2,000 sometimes. And the same patient that if you asked for, hey, I don't have insurance, I just want to pay the cash price, immediately they would discount and you'd pay 600 bucks. So why is at the same hospital at the same time for the same patient, whether you use insurance or don't, why is there such a cost difference? And I, I can't answer the question. I think there's, you know, there's some medical providers across the country and Dr. Marty McCary wrote a great book, um, The Price mm -hmm. We Pay of Health, you know, for talking about healthcare. I think there's plenty of resources, lots of examples that just highlight the fact that there's something wrong here. Um, and, and we really need other options as consumers. And so really happy that I was introduced to and got to work with Lasso Health and, and the team over there. And I think they've got a great product. So what are some other um, common examples that you would see that are, uh, you know, really dramatic in a cost savings or some stories you've heard about how, how Lasso Health has, has um, helped people? Oh, you know, it's so funny that uh, there's actually an insurance broker that had gone to a few FMMA events in San Antonio. And so, you know, we heard from them quite often, but he was able to find and book through Lasso an appointment with a, an oral surgeon uh, on the app. And gosh, he was quoted. And I don't remember the price, but I know that he was able to find the exact procedure he was looking for and was so happy about it and went on. He had his own radio show as well and just went on and on telling people about Lasso because he, as a as an insurance broker himself, couldn't find a really good price through his own insurance, and he's already in the space. So I think it's again when you look at some of those examples, somebody who is a medical doctor himself, or a CFO of a healthcare organization, or an insurance broker who are already in that space working, and still they can't find the right pricing. I think it's tools like these, like Lasso and others that are in the marketplace that really are gonna make all the difference and, and are the way of the future now, right? So they may be a little ahead uh, in timing wise in terms of where consumers feel comfortable because they're gonna ask the same question that you asked Pete, is it really that easy or what's the catch? Okay. Yeah, again, I can only go back to and say, we shop for as Americans and consumers, pretty much everything else uh, that we wanna find. And we're really savvy about it. And we, you know, we always find the best deal. And for some reason we talk about healthcare and people just, they forget all the education they ever got, or, you know, they forget about how to shop like a consumer um, the way they do for everything else. So it's just, it, it amazes me, but it's, it's clearly needed. So tell us about some of the barriers that Lasso had when it came to signing up um, doctors or healthcare professionals. You know, I think that was one of the interesting conversations is that originally when they, at the onset of the organization and when they got started with the app itself, I think they anticipated that they would have more pushback or a little bit longer uh, lead time with medical providers actually signing on. And I think what you know we found and, and through my work with Lasso, it was clear that medical providers also love this app and they love the idea of being able to correct directly with or connect directly with consumers because those are patients that are looking for their services. Those are patients that they already have cell phones and are equipped with the tools to find those medical services and to pay for them. And now Lasso is just putting their services, the medical services in the pockets of thousands of patients, you know, all across the state and eventually all across the country that will need their services. And so it's just one of the, again, one of the brilliant tools that we're adding to our, to the healthcare space and to us as consumers. But I think it is the way of the future. And, and we've said that a couple of times, 
Um, I just know that yeah, being able to connect directly was not the problem, uh, or I guess was a motivation for providers and not a problem or a challenge. And so I think the bigger challenge probably came when it, it, we talked about them pricing certain services or procedures. Not a lot of medical providers have done the math necessarily on what percentage or, or what, you know, out of the, what's the fixed cost associated with this service that we provide or this procedure that we provide to a patient and how much do I need for overhead and how much do I need to cover my own cost? Um, they've not done that work as business owners and, and you know, not there or to no fault of their own. They didn't go to school to become business owners. They went to school to become medical providers. And so nice. there's just a lot of work in that conversation that I think, um, unfortunately, or, or, you know, for lack of a better explanation, it's designed exactly the way it's not broken. It's designed the way they wanted it to be. But the American healthcare system and insurance companies, they've really done a, a bad job of protecting the patients who actually need or the people that actually need the care, which is the patient. And so it's just one of those conversations and I'm not the only person, you know, beating the drum and there's plenty of policymakers and folks all across the country that also want to get this right. But I think if we take a step back and we just, you know, we look at um, consumerism and we look at capitalism and we look at our free market system, this is where you're going to find some of the answers and innovations. It's going to be allowing medical providers and the patients or the market to be in the same space and to use each other that way. You have a service, I need it and I'll pay for it. And I know the price and I know the time and I know that I'm not going to get a bill afterwards. And that's the way I want to shop healthcare as a consumer. Well, one of the things, uh, you know, I, I say over and over again, and, and I actually wrote a book about it and the book is called Sickened, How the Government Ruined Healthcare and How to Fix It. And in chapter six, I go over a six-step solution on how to fix the healthcare system. And the main number one is need to educate and empower consumers to take charge of their own health. And that includes financial. Um, you know, if we just let uh, health insurance companies dictate where patients go to, to receive health care and what procedures they can have or can't have or what medications they can have or can't have, the healthcare pricing issue and the healthcare service issue will never ever be fixed. But if we put patients in charge, like we do in any other consumerism you 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 mentioned, there is going to be better quality at a better price and at a better service. Um, you will get all three of those when um, consumers are in charge. Because think about this app as an example. If a patient doesn't, I, I, I don't know, maybe you can expand on this. If a patient doesn't have a good service with Dr. XYZ that they, that they um, 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 saw on the app, is there a way that they can review or is there uh, review them or is there a way they can say the service wasn't good? How, how does that happen? Yeah, you can, you can actually give a review like most of their things that you shop. You can leave a review or, or a star system, right? So you're right. I think that the market itself corrects because you allow patients to be the, the judge and the jury, right? You allow them right. to vote with or, or to, to judge with their dollars. If they have a bad experience, they're not going back to that provider. And they're gonna leave, you know, if it's that bad, they're gonna leave a, a comment about it or they're gonna leave a bad rating. And I think that that piece of the marketplace that doesn't truly exist in healthcare is what has, has very much separated the value, if you will, from, you know, from the cost of healthcare. And I think that it's unfortunate, but again, you're absolutely right. And, I, and I'm going to check out that book now, Sean. I didn't realize you had written a book. And I think that you you probably cover, you know, in chapters, and I'm not sure how many chapters there are, but one through 10, 
dialogue, everything that this app exists for, which is, you know, really addressing that need or that, that space that has disconnected patients, consumers from the medical providers themselves, the business owners, the ones who, you know, have the service and the knowledge um, that they're able to provide. Yeah. Well, um, as a, as a guest on our podcast, you will actually get a free Kindle version. Oh, yeah. so, so be be expecting an email here That's from awesome. my assistant here in, in the next few days or weeks. And um, and in the book, I go over the history of it, of what yeah. really happened. And, um, you know, as the name entails, I mean, the, the government really started it and they're the ones yeah. that ruined it. And one of the reasons why is because consumers aren't in charge of healthcare now, right. um, largely. And, and think about you know, going back about a bad experience, if they had a bad experience in, in, in healthcare with the Lasso app, you know, they could leave a review or whatever. We hear all the time how, you know, you know, a doctor that's in network or a hospital that's in network or whatever, how patients get horrible service, horrible price, oh, yeah. and, you know, not necessarily the best quality, and their hands are tied. Well, they think their hands are tied. And that's yeah. one of the, the, the goals of my book is to realize that they are in charge. Um, but they can leave all the kinds of bad reviews they want. But as long as they keep letting their insurance company pick who is in network and where they go to the doctor, it will never get better oh, yeah. um, because they can't really vote with their feet. They're not getting out of that network. That network is literally created by the insurance company as a monopoly. So guess what? Those doctors, those people in the network, they literally do not have to get good service, give good service at a good price, right? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I think you, you know, you I'll underscore the one line that you mentioned about consumers. Um, you know, we need to empower them because again, in every other conversation that I can have about purchasing something, there's always someone that has something to say about, oh, I went to this website or I went to that website or or they know where to find the deal. And for some reason, when you talk about healthcare or you you bring up health insurance. The immediate, you know, one of like two or three reactions I get or I experience are, have always been, oh, my, my company does that. You know, I, I just <laughs> sign up for the whatever my company offers or I, and, and for whatever reason, we just we, we immediately just stop being normal consumers and we take a almost an apathetic approach to like, oh, I know oh, my company sets that up. I don't I don't really need to know much about it. Um, and we wonder why we are so uh, it, ill-informed or, or uneducated about the healthcare space, you know, generally as a society, we just, no one really knows. And I think the, the bigger issue is that not even medical providers, again, in the examples I gave earlier, know what healthcare costs. You know, some of themselves can't give you a straight price. They have to go back to the reimbursement rates that right. are provided by Medicare and the government or by the commercial insurance plans that they use. And it's unfortunate, but if they can't even set their own prices, uh, you know, who has been in control is is my question. And I think that your book probably touches on that. It does. And I look at it and it's like, you know, technology has definitely been slower in healthcare. And I think mm -hmm. um, that's why, you know, Amazon apps or whatever to buy whatever have been around for years. But for healthcare, they're just barely getting out there. Now, I think that's a good start, a really good start, because it made it was it was difficult. For, and still is difficult for um, consumers to find pricing of healthcare, mm -hmm. and I think it's done purposely because hospitals, doctors, um, pharmacists who don't want to give good service at a good price, they want to hide their prices. They 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 don't yeah. want to you know. Whereas, think about how consumers benefit, and this is what I'm all about. Consumers mm -hmm. benefit when when you know prices are transparent. 
and um, people are competing for the same services. Consumers are the ones that benefit. And in the end, the right healthcare providers will benefit too. And maybe some of the ones that maybe shouldn't be in business won't be in business. I mean, that's kind right. of my hope because only the ones with good quality at a good price will be in business, right? Yeah, there's got to be a place and a time when when the quality matches the price, right? And I think right now, again, because the divide has been so great and, and created or, or uh, curated probably by the government and by policymakers for the wrong reasons, um, there's got to be a place where the value does catch up or meet sort of the, the optimum price for a service. And so I'm excited for the day that will come. It's going to be a long time. I think that, you know, you probably in your book, you talk about where it started with health insurance and when they came on yep. the market and, and yep. you know, over 60 years ago, 80 years ago or so. And so it's taken us that long to screw it up. It's going to take us probably just as long to get it right. Um, and, and, you know, maybe with technology, we'll cut that in half or we'll be able to do it at a quicker rate. I don't know the answer, but I do know it's going to take us some time. And I think collectively we do have a role to play. And so I'm glad that this podcast exists. I'm glad that your book exists, but that's exactly it is. It's all about empowering the healthcare consumer. And I think Lasso Health does a great job of as a tool being something that does both empower the physician and the provider, but also the healthcare consumer as a patient um, and, and being able to have that direct connect to uh, each other. Right, right. Well, um, thank you for being on today and, you know, helping yeah, us realize our goal, you know, and our goal here is to educate and empower consumers to take charge of their own health. So you've definitely helped us realize our goal, Noah. And Noah, as we wind up this podcast, I just always like to ask our, our uh, guests, what do you have a passion for? Oh, gosh, you know what? I think it's, it's this space of healthcare and the inefficiencies uh, both on the business side of it and then also in the cost, on the cost side of it, right, for for all involved, not just the patients. And we talked about that. But I think that there's there's a lot of waste in the healthcare space. Um, and I think, you know, when you look at even us going through collectively uh, the world going through a pandemic, but in America, especially the shortage of of staff and nursing staff and those that are on the front lines, truly and you just wonder, you know, with all the money that's being spent and all the money that's being raised, I think that that's a passion area for me is the waste and the inefficiencies that exist in the healthcare space uh, collectively. And so I do think that, you know, there will be other answers. Uh, Lasso Health is certainly one of them, but there will be other answers. And I just hope to be a part of those providers and then those companies that do want to uh, really have a great impact in this space. And so I'm, I'm glad to connect with you, Sean, certainly glad to be on. And thank you for having me and allowing me, um, you know, to be a part of the platform to advance sort of this, this good work to really help us all in this space and then to reduce some of that waste. Awesome. I really appreciate you being on. Yeah. Noah, thank you so much for educating and empowering us. Thank you everyone for tuning in and listening today. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you. 